It's Wednesday and you know what that means. It's time for another Make It A Win podcast. I hope you enjoy. Hello everyone and I'm very happy to announce that the Make It A Win podcast is proudly sponsored by a small Irish business over here in Melbourne called Attack Sports Australia. I've been lucky enough to get to know one of the founders over the past year in John Barrett. John and myself became quite good friends and he reached out to me earlier on in the year to offer me his product to help with my recovery. And I cannot rave about his compression wear enough. If you're tired of aching pains after your workouts and you'd like to shorten your recovery so you can be at your very best for every session, then Attack Sports Compression Wear is the solution. To order your gear today, the website is attackoz.com. That's A-T-A-K-O-Z.com. Enjoy and enjoy the recovery, guys. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Make It A Win podcast. Today, I'm absolutely buzzing to have on not only Kilku player, but All-Ireland winner and All-Ireland final goal scorer. Absolutely buzzing, Jerome Johnson. Thank you very much, Jerome, for coming on. Thanks, boy. Thanks for having me. I can only imagine after uh, what's happened with the final win and whatnot, Kilku's first ever All-Ireland, that you're on cloud nine. Has it settled in at all, or how are you feeling? Are you still up there? I think at the minute we're probably still in the clouds a wee bit. Um, it'll probably take time to uh, realise you know, what we've achieved. Uh, and as people have said just before, and stuff, you probably don't realise until uh, you look back on it what exactly you have achieved and when you see what it means to other people. And not just the people of the parish, because it means a, a massive amount to them, but even to people from all over, masks in the air, you know, just coming up here and talking to you about it, it sort of helps you a wee bit to understand what we've achieved um, this year. Yeah, man, absolutely incredible. So it is, there was, you're even, obviously I'm over here in Australia, there was a group in here watching the match, like, so it's, everyone's thrilled, you know, everyone loves an underdog story of someone coming through and hadn't, having never won it before, it's, Fair play to you, absolutely incredible man. Uh, what was the build up to the final like? The build up was probably obviously the Paris was a, a there's a massive buzz about the Paris, but a big screen in that up. Um, you know, and a lot of people deserve thanks for that. Uh, and thanks to everybody who did sponsor us, you know, going forward to put up a big screen. Um, that you can put a good luck message, you, you can put your company's logo on. Um, which, and then as we get closer to it, um, we made a, a wee cool hero cards uh, for all the club lads on them, for the young ones in the parish, um, the big practice mornings and that. It was just a, there was a good buzz about, you know, the local primary school, obviously. They had, a, you know, all the media broadcasters in with them. And it's especially for those, especially for those kids coming through, it's great memories for them to have. And then hopefully, hopefully we can inspire them to someday going to emulate what we have done um, it's definitely they've got, they've got it there now to aim towards definitely definitely man well obviously we're going to get to all the highs of winning winning the All-Ireland but with all highs come lows as well so I wanted to know what um, you've had a, a long enough career what what has been like one of your hardest matches maybe a match where you haven't played the best uh, the most difficult match and what, what did you learn from that what were you able to take from that there Difficult moment, that difficult match. Suppose any time you got beat, especially in Thomas, it was a, a a hard time for us. Um, you know, 
we obviously we when we were county minors we were uh, kept doing all land and ended up getting to be a bit of our own by two points we went on and won all land um that was a low point for me in my career um probably more so than any match i've been a low point was probably the spell i went through two or three years of injuries where i dislocated the shoulder um i just come back I mean, before she came back, I'd, I'd only come on as a sub in it. Uh, and it's the semi-final of the championship against Bourne. Uh, and the next week, then I broke my uh, foot. Um, bounced back from that. Um, and then I tore my arms thing. So it, after I came back, that, then I tore my quad. So that was a run of two or three years where it was a very difficult time for me because you're constantly chasing yourself to get back fit, to get back down again. And then you're just getting dealt with another setback. Um, and then the, the, and, and it probably did come because you were forcing it, probably coming back some of those injuries before you were ready. And, you know, whatever, one must compensate for another, and you know, you're going to break down. And that was probably the hardest thing for me to deal with in my playing career was those setbacks. It just fell at that stage for that two and a half years that it was never going away, you know. So that was, that was probably the hardest uh, time in my football career, more so than... A match, as I said, any match you can be at, you know, you learn something, you know, you want to change it. Uh, when else we could be at 2012 Ulster final across McLean, we come in, think we're in a good place, got, got, got well beaten in it. Um, you know, missing out in the Ulster final for the game in 2016 was obviously difficult uh, to watch on, and then obviously the lads getting beaten that. So a loss for them was a loss for me. So, you know, you start to feel at that stage and the pressure coming on that, were we ever going to do it? Uh, were we ever going to, you know, get an Ulster title? And then like, we just kept working away. And the first time we were in Ulster, we actually got an Ulster title, you know, was seven years. Um, so that was hard too, in terms of dealing with people saying, oh, they're just not good enough and things like that. Yeah, even man, recently in the Ulster final, didn't you come up against a little bit of pressure and uh, criticism after that? Uh, am I correct in saying that? Yeah, I think we felt that we'd been out and played well. Um, you know, a lot of people were saying about you know nagging football and stuff, but at the end of the day, you know, we can only play against a system. You know, that teams are playing against us and adapt to that the best we can. I know people were saying, oh, you didn't attack. From the get go, you know, you just kept keeping the ball and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, you know, it's not as if we're sitting back holding the ball. We're holding the ball a lot of the time under 45, you know, so we were, we were trying to get for just with a lot of numbers. You know, there's 50 men behind the ball, it's actually making, obviously making it very difficult for us. But once we did break that, you know, the second half, we played a lot of good football and, you know, it, it probably didn't get as much uh, recognition as it deserved, you know. Yeah, completely, man. Um, you've went through this entire stage, man, where you've been very, very lucky, uh, where you've been able to play with your family, you've uh, the brothers and also cousins on that there on the on the team. How how's that been winning titles with your family? Was there was there how how was the household after a loss maybe at times or you know how how was that? Uh, look, it, it was great playing with the lads and as you say whenever you're winning it's probably a lot easier um, when you get beat especially in their own house 
it's it's a post mortem uh, and a very honest post mortem. Uh, you know, where it, and that it probably helps in a bit that everybody's totally honest in terms. Of if it didn't go well for you, you're told exactly why it didn't go well. People, what you should have done better. Uh, what you need to improve on the next time. Maybe oh, you should, you know you should have passed that ball. Things up, but I think those things and having people being totally honest with you does help you because. Your brothers and that can be more honest with you probably than other people. And even though you don't like it at the time, if you reflect on it, you maybe start to say, you know, some he's got a fair point there. Uh, so in that sense, it was nice. And then obviously, playing with the boys and your cousins and that, and your friends as well. And that's the great thing about club. You know, there is that real close knit together and community. And we definitely have a real uh, close knit community to crew. And that, that probably does help as well, especially for a club that is so small and. Uh, population um it helps massively and as you say yourself like you know, when you're growing up in your backyard those are the people that you have your first ever match against is your brothers uh and then to you know in your backyard you might be dreaming of you know playing small all Ireland finals and stuff like that and then to actually win one alongside the boys is uh it's pretty special uh, for the whole family and uh, look it's something that uh, we'll remember for as long as we live of course, man. Have you had a chance yet to look back at the match or look back at even the winning goal? Okay, I, to be honest, I haven't actually seen the whole game yet. I've seen there's times when was and we've seen the first half, and then uh, I've watched second half. Actually, time because we're on that long, <laughs> you're gonna need probably two hours to watch the whole thing. You know, with the extra time and uh, stoppages and stuff like that. But yes, I brought, look back on it, and you know. For, for, Sometimes I look back and it's still surreal of how it actually happened. You know, somebody said you couldn't erode it, and you really couldn't. Um, just the way we wanted, probably a lovely way to win it, but obviously for for, for Kilmacud, you know, there's not a worse way to lose an All Ireland final. And look, you know, we do give a lot of, you know, we do sympathise with them lads a lot because they put as much in as we did, and you know, in the end, they just came up short after playing so well uh, for long periods of the game. Yeah, of course, man. And obviously, you got the winning goal. Whenever that ball came into you, was there a time? Was there? Was there? Did you have enough time to feel nervous or to feel pressure, or was it just all happening so quick and it was get the fucking ball in the back of the net sort of thing? Hey, to be honest, normally as a forward, like you know, you do be thinking of different scenarios that you might get into in the game in terms of scoring a goal if you get it in a certain position. You know, where you're most likely to go for in that, and you know. Depending on where you see yourself and saying finishing, you know, you might change the position of where you know you're thinking of putting the ball. Uh, and, and that happens a lot. That was one case that that I hadn't uh, thought about. I thought of a ball coming in high, you know, where to, you know, trying to create space and comes in off, off the right side, just, you know, put it in with your right foot, just slide in the corner. That's the type of things that you But I never seen it coming like that where it's going to be a save. Dan seconds of the game where a guy's going to be running towards you to try and save it. Um, but look, listen, um, I just knew that I kept most of my goals high this year and I just stuck with that you know, um, technique and thankfully went in, into the back of the net. Brilliant, I'm going to play a quick clip here as well, a quick audio clip, especially for any of the listeners that haven't heard it yet. So hopefully you enjoy this, man.
Cork edit or that's not coming through to me. Is it the TG4 clip, is it? Oh, it, it is indeed. Sorry, man. It, it'll come through in this here then. But yeah, it's the it's the TV4 clip of you scoring, man. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, look, listen. You know, the other night someone sent me through a snap and said, don't know how many times I've watched this now. And look, listen. I was very lucky to be the player, to be in that position at that time, you know, uh, to be able to put the ball in the net. And look, listen. Uh, obviously, I'm delighted that I was able to do that uh, for the team. And obviously, it's always nice to be the man to check it. Yeah, of course, man. Uh, now, now that the All Ireland's done, what's the next ambition and what's the next goal? And how, how do you stay hungry and ambitious after such a big win like that? For me, at the minute, it is probably get a few small injuries not cleared up and be able to put a full year's trainer behind me again. Uh, you know, obviously, hopefully, get as fit as soon as I can. Uh, you know, to play for down uh, would be great. Um, and then, obviously, to play a full year for the crew as well would be brilliant. Um, that would be, you know, that would be the immediate goal. And then, once you get back and you're staying away, then start to focus on getting back into the teams and then start to get a bit of success and get a couple of wins. And then, from that, hopefully, the snowball effect, you know, comes into play. Um, but look, I'm aware that your GA career is very short, so you got to make the most of it. Uh, that's what I would love to do. Right, man. Speaking of that there, the GA career is quite short. What What's life like outside of the GA for yourself? Obviously, your father as well, so that's, I'm sure, taking up a lot of your time and keeping you incredibly busy. But uh, what's life like outside of the GA? Yeah, and as you said there, look, um, I've my father five and a half months ago and nothing, nothing prepared before. That's the honest truth. People were saying to me, you know, get as much sleep as you can in before it happens. And I sort of laughed it off. Uh, but I didn't realise until um, Laura arrived how much the sleep does be affected and how time-consuming they are. And um, look... Um, to all women and sort especially, they're an absolute credit because I don't know how um, they're able to do it and survive and so let them sleep. I know I can't. Uh, they're just amazing. Like, literally, like people say maternity leave. I think when you're maternity leave, you should be in double pay because it's a, it's a tough job. It's tougher than any job I've ever said. Um, you know, you're just constantly with that human being 24-7 and they're creating a boundary and they don't like you know, you can buy all these rocking chairs and baby seats, but they don't like sitting in them too much. Um, they're just constantly with you. So in that aspect, I'm kept extremely busy. And any time that I think I've not been busy, the chairs are to let me know, listen, Laura needs faith. Laura needs change. Do you know what I mean? Um, life's really busy. Just with other things as well. You know, you're obviously working away as well. Um Instead of trying to clear up injuries, you, you know you want to get to the gym. You want to think what can you work on for next year. Um, so, and you know we've had there nearly two weeks off now. See, so now you're starting to think again of what you need to improve on uh, to get better. So life's busy, but I suppose that's the best way to have it. Yeah, completely, man. Keep yourself busy. And um, with with new people, with new kids coming through the ranks and whatnot and try, trying to learn, or even for anyone else your own age, my age, 
what's some some of the best advice you would have for for people coming through in the Gaelic? Just advice for Gaelic, or even just in life in general. Yeah, look, there's, there's always people, you know, with different we, you know, sayings. That the one that stands out for me the most out of all of them has to be nothing comes easy. You know, for anything, anything in life worth doing requires hard work and. I, 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 for me, it's the best thing in terms of anything in life because you really do get in, you do get outside what you put in, and we've seen that with football. You know, in your career, everything—the harder you work, it just doesn't happen. That these like people think a lot of things associated with luck, but like you know, there's an asset in there. You make your own luck, and that's the truth thing as well. Sometimes that comes once you've worked so hard, you've been in so many different scenarios, and you've done so many things. You just know the answer. Uh, and you probably create your own luck from that, and those would be the ones that would stand out to me the most. If I was to sum it all up in one word or two words, it would be hard work. So I think that's the best advice I was ever given. You know. Yeah, and um, obviously Gaelic, it's, it's such a sport just mainly for the Irish. Thankfully, it is getting bigger. Obviously, over here in Australia, as we were talking just before we started recording, we had the sevens tournament at the weekend, and it's become bigger and bigger. Uh, you have it in America, uh, England, and whatnot. For for people that are new to Gaelic, what what sort of tips and strategies would you have for them coming through the ranks? As you say, Gaelic's grown across the world at the minute at a massive pace, and like even you know, if London there as well, you know, it's went on beating in Division Four there so far, and. The monitor spoke after, and you know, we didn't speak with an Irish accent. You know, he maybe came from Irish descent, but he didn't speak with an Irish accent. And what that shows to me is that people are seeing, you know, the rewards and different things that you get in Gaelic. The thing I think that's modern from Gaelic is the togetherness and the bonds that's created in Gaelic um, compared to all other sports in the world. And, you know, like a lot of other sports were. There's professional base, but there's transfers in and out. Gaelic doesn't have that. You know, you can create that bond. You know, as you would say, see yourself, if you went to the far end of the world, people probably say, where are you from? I'm from Calabian, from Armagh. You've made connections. You've probably friends made from Cork everywhere. But the GAA allowed you to build those friendships. You know, for me, GAA is massive. And... Not only for Irish people, for people, Irish people in Ireland, but for Irish people all over the world. You know, it's an identity. It just it brings you together, and I think uh, it's the best organisation in the world. I know I may be biased in saying that because I'm part of it, but I do truly believe that the G is the best organisation in the world. Yeah, no, man. As you said, I'm over here in Australia, and I'm playing for a team called from Kevin's. If you ever do come out to Australia again, you're going to join. Uh, less of this I don't know. I don't know what the boys in Shenzhen would have to say about that. Ah, well, forget about them, lads. They're, they've won enough, so they have. St. Kevin's need a bit of help now. We need, we need a new forward, man. We can't be having me up there anymore. My knees, uh, my knees are dodgy. They're done. Um, but as you say, like even over here, it brings such a togetherness and such a sense of country pride as well. And, and you say country pride but just pride in general because there's people with Aussies playing English you know people from all around the world that are playing and it's just such a sense of pride like you know so yeah I, 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 as you say it's massive like and as you say like, there's guys out there 
Aussie playing it. There's a uh, London, as you said, there's people from all over the world. And even as you say, like with the advance of like, so the club games and the big county games as well, everyone knows to go to the local pubs over there to watch them together with straight bonds as well. So, is a very powerful organisation. Um, I, I do have another question here, man. I, I was actually discussing this uh, one time with a former RMA player that what what do you find bigger or what would you take more pride in and you may be in a bit of a difficult situation to answer this but winning the All-Ireland with club or winning the All-Ireland with county because obviously county's probably looked at as maybe the bigger one but club it's the boys you're playing with from from your yee-high like you know so would, would you have an answer for that or are they both different in different ways? Look, you know, clubs, like, you know, you're under six, under eight, or if you started under tens, clubs where you have, you know, they are the people that have developed you as a player. Um, you, that's the first place you go to play football, and it's where you end your career. Um, you know, you grow up playing with them boys all your life. Um Counties Masters as well, but it's a short window of guys that you just meet and play with. Uh, to me, club as you're growing up with them boys, you're playing them the whole way up. Um, you know their family. You're 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 there to help each other in life, right from the get go. Whether it be through primary school, you know, even secondary school, you know, going over to your friends' house, you know, as a babysitter, be somebody's mother. Um, it's just a together enough for the parish that probably makes the club so so special uh, 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 and means so much to win. Like obviously, uh, inter county all Ireland would, would mean a lot as well. But it's probably hard to say because I'd never won one. Um, but winning all Ireland with the club was definitely uh, my most special playing career. And since it was about. Since 14, when we won the All-Ireland Club with the two as a fella, it was definitely jump-state at the top of my priority list. Brilliant, man. Now, uh, finally, almost, how was uh, the celebrations afterwards? Did you just get on a on a big night out? The celebrations will definitely be remembered. We were out uh, seven out of eight nights, uh, and there's a lot of people out for that. So, you know, there was guys there that hadn't maybe taken a drink. You know, Arne Brannigan, Dahl Brannigan hadn't had a drink in six years, you know, in terms of... And that's sort of the commitment that was going into it, you know, that put that sacrifice, put that on hold, you know, for such a long period of time. And then, obviously, we all, we did all celebrate together and everybody to a man celebrated as well as we can. And, you know, those memories as well will stay with us forever. Um, you know, we were down in... Queen's Bar, Newcastle, Paddy McGinn, who's our main sponsor, and uh, Paddy put an amazing show on uh, for most of the week. <laughs> you couldn't, uh, you couldn't ask for much more. Um, he had music constantly. Um, he looked after everybody very well, uh, and you know, everybody, not just the players, but everybody in the parish. He put on a food spread for everybody on the Sunday evening and their kids. You know, so they, we, we we had a great week and. Those memories definitely will stay with me for for a very very long time. Uh, obviously, the final was two weeks ago, but in, in this last week, what has been the biggest win, the best moment of the week? The best moment of the week for me is probably seeing Lar roll for the first time. Uh, uh, 
you know, we knew it was it could happen after five months. It could take eight, nine months. Um, but like he started the role this week, and uh, it was incredible just to see him progress uh, and meet his milestones. Uh, and the thing that helped as well was basically better. There was a wee, um, the wee uh, kid O'Neill's ball <laughs> was actually helping him roll because he was rolling to try and grab it to get it into his hand. So uh, look, that was probably the best moment of my week. Brilliant. Who's next big player right there? He's a bit young for that. I don't know what he'll take into, but look, listen, um, hopefully uh, it's GA that he follows. Brilliant, my man. I really, really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to jump on. Thank you very, very much, and congratulations on this, man. Uh, well, well deserved. Thanks very much, Porik, and thanks for having me. It was brilliant to get on and get a chat with you, especially a guy who's the last of the world. Oh man, anytime. So thank you very much, and thank you everyone for listening. For anyone out there struggling at the moment, please reach out. Whether it be to a friend, family member, co-worker, or a professional helpline. It's incredible what a friendly voice and some understanding can do for you in a positive way. As always, stay golden, stay beautiful, and make it a win.